0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more.
1: They're often referred to as angels in the sky, but right now nurses with the Royal Flying Doctor Service in Queensland are fighting for better pay and conditions. Lydia Burton has this story. The RFDS is one of the largest aeromedical organisations in the world. Last financial year, its planes spent more than 24,000 hours in the air, helping Queenslanders with emergency care, primary health care, oral health, mental health and more. For people like Lucy Westcott from Hewenden, she has a peace of mind knowing she can access the RFDS if her son, who lives with a genetic condition, takes a turn. Without the RFDS, we wouldn't be able to live where we live due to our son's complex needs. But the RFDS in Queensland is currently having an internal dispute, with nurses taking protected industrial action to fight for better pay and conditions. The Queensland Nurses and Midwives Union says RFDS nurses are paid less than their Queensland health colleagues. Secretary of QNMU, Kate Veach, says that's something they'd like to see change. They
2: do want better paying conditions and they want a a better work-life balance. RFDS nurses love what they do. They're very highly qualified and they're very dedicated to the communities that they serve. They're seeking a level of respect and recognition from their management for the work that they do do. But they're also seeking that management help them manage fatigue. Uh, and burnout by changing things like roster patterns to be able to include all the hours they're on call and waiting in a roster currently members are to be available for up to 13 hours on a rostered shift but they're only paid for 10.13 of those hours. So for example they might be starting a morning shift uh, and that on-call period before that shift will start a couple of hours or up to a couple of hours before then. So they might be called in because there is an urgent need uh, and that's one of the, the key issues that they were trying to resolve and they see a very easy solution for this is to change the length of their rostered shifts from 10 hours up to 12 hours to be able to accommodate the the time that they are working, the time they're waiting for a call, um, as well as for them to be able to manage their work-life balance with a roster. So um, it seems like a pretty reasonable solution, uh, but management have resisted this.
1: In terms of more pay, what is it that they want? Do they want to be on par with Queensland Health colleagues? Do they want more? Because uh, one of the things they say is that they have, you know, multiple qualifications, being both mm. a nurse and midwifery degrees. What are we talking? Are we talking a huge pay rise? Uh, look, what they're
2: seeking is. You know they want remuneration that recognises their great skills, uh, but also um, links them with equivalent pays to others. So at the moment, RFDs has offered a 13% pay rise over three years, and at the moment that still brings them not in line with uh, the public sector. But the RFDs nurses, to their great credit, have been negotiating around other things that could also be done to support them um, outside of just their pay. So while they're they're seeking more. Enumeration in their pay. They're really keen to see other conditions improve. And one of those conditions is their rostering
1: patterns. What have you heard from RFDS Queensland? Look, through
2: um, the process from April to today, we have engaged or been engaged with the Fair Work Commission multiple times. Over the last few weeks, um, those times have been um, because uh, management has been opposing the protected industrial action. Now, protected industrial action sounds quite scary. Um, And it is a very serious um, situation to escalate into, but it's a lawful legal situation for um, nurses or workers to be able to enter into. It is done in a manner that is as safe uh, as possible. So RFDS members won't stop providing services. They'll maintain the high standards of safety that they already have in the system. That won't be a a problem. It's not a a strike in terms of, you know, standing outside and not working. The RFDS nurses will continue to work. Their style of protected industrial action will be to bring a high level of visibility to the problems that they're seeing in, in their working environment meaning that we will wear high-biz jackets uh, into the workplace. Uh, those jackets will have a logo saying Fair Go for our FDS nurses. So it's a raising awareness from um, community members that um, they are seeking uh, assistance in getting a fair go from their management. They'll also be engaging in wearing stickers. So there's a range of things that we are doing um, and none of them will um, encroach on the safety, the safety and the very high levels of safety and quality of health services provided will remain the same. The RFDS nurses are really loyal. They love what they do. They love the communities that they serve. Uh, we just don't understand the levels of resistance in comparison to what is on the table to be negotiated. We really encourage RFDS management to come back and respect the nurses uh, and have these further conversations and negotiate a really good outcome so the EB can be finalised.
1: Kate Veach from the Queensland Nurses and Midwives Union. RFDS management refutes a lot of those claims. Lee Poole is the Executive General Manager of Nursing and Clinical Services with the RFDS in Queensland.
0: My response is that nurses involved in the protected industrial action and those who aren't, we value all of our nurses at the RFDS um, and I respect the rights um, as does the RFDS of nurses to take protected industrial action. We just want to ensure that our nurses are actually protected in that action and that our patients' um, care comes first.
1: Do you have a concern that uh, the Royal Flying Doctors' Service might be impacted as a result of this action?
0: Um, So we did have concerns about some of the proposed protected industrial activities, um, and that's why we engaged with the union and the Fair Work Commission to resolve those. The union
1: says that the RFDS uh, in Queensland has been resistant to negotiations.
0: What's your response? Absolutely not. Um, And, yeah, categorically refute that assertion. Um, We've been engaged with the union and bargaining representatives for eight months now. We had some challenges and we engaged the Fair Work Commission um, to support us work through that from an early stage.
1: One of the things that the union raised, that members had raised with them, RFDS nurses, was that say if they were on call for a shift uh, for I think it's just over 13 hours, they're currently paid for about 10. They're proposing could they be paid for 12 hours out of the 13 that they're expected to be rostered for. Is that not a reasonable request?
0: So it would be reasonable if that was the fact, but that's not the fact. Um, Our nurses are paid for all of their time. Um, That's quite clear under our current enterprise agreement, clearly stated by the commission when they approved the current agreement. And that hasn't changed in our proposed agreement. Our nurses are fully paid for their availability and for the hours that they work.
1: The other thing that's been raised is that a nurse working for the RFDS is paid less than a nurse working in the public sector system for Queensland Health and that they'd like to be on par or close to their you know public sector colleagues. Do you think that's a fair request?
0: What I would say is that that claim is simply not true. What we have offered our nurses is comparable across the sector including Public sector um, and the offer is fair and reflects the value of our, our nurses.
1: What is a nurse with the RFDS paid?
0: So our offer is that they will be paid between 140 dollars and $150,000 per year before super, depending on their qualifications and how long they've been working with us. I doubt that anyone can genuinely claim that that offer is substandard.
1: Can you give insight into what the sticking point is? Because the union says that uh, it and its members are calling for a pay rise, but if that can't be met, just a change in conditions. You're saying that uh, you've offered more money and are willing to negotiate on conditions. Why hasn't there been a
0: deal? So you'd have to ask the union about that because we've negotiated on the points. We've met those points. And we can't go any further. Like We can't pay any more money. Um, The adjustments to the roster that the union is seeking are the equivalent to pay rises, an additional 7% pay rise on top of the 13% over the three years that we've already put forward.
1: When you say can't, you don't have the financial
0: means. Is that what you're saying? Correct. So we're a charity. We've been around for 100 years. We want to be around for 100 more, but we need to be financially sustainable. We don't have the funds to be able to pay over and above what Queensland Health and others are paying. We're comparable in the majority of our nurses would get paid more than what they would otherwise get paid in Queensland Health. But what's being asked for is well in excess of that.
1: Lee Poole, Executive General Manager of Nursing and Clinical Services with the RFDS in Queensland. Meanwhile, for the people in the bush, the service the RFDS and its staff provide is invaluable. The Westcott family from Hughenden have had to use the service a number of times. Lucy and her husband Hugh explained that without these highly skilled nurses, they couldn't live where they live.
3: I think there would be you know, hundreds of, if not thousands of people in this state of Queensland and across Australia that owe their life to, you know, them being taken care of by the RFS. like it is, it is essential. There's a lot of, you know, you hear about different people donating money to it all the time and, you know, I, I can see why because they are so essential to us.
2: So we actually have a son that's disabled, so he's three um, and it's often pretty much nearly every three to four weeks there, we were using RFDS to um, get him flown to Townsville just because the hospital out here don't have the capabilities to look after him here. So RFDS um, often come out and rescue him and take him to Townsville. And majority of the time he ends up in piccus
1: How important do you think it is then as a service?
2: Oh, I think the service is essential. It's saved his life a number of times
3: so Connell has a um, genetic condition called Gould syndrome and you know, like he, he gets sick very easily. Like he doesn't have a lot of muscle tone. So like if he gets the flu, you know, it's a lot harder for him to, um, you know, clear his lungs. Like, you know, when we're sick, we cough. He, he really struggles with that. Uh, And so often like he'll be good during the day. And then, you know, if he gets, you know, if he starts to go downhill, it's, it's very rapid. And, um, and that's when, you know, the RFDS, you know, on a number of occasions in the last three years, you know, sometimes it was very close together. Other times, you know, you know these little flights out were spread out. Like you know, our joke is in our house that you know we should have freaking flies with them because we get flown out. You know, I think like last time it was four or five times last year we got flown out. You know, and you know, it we're we're very lucky to have you know have that service to to take us in our hour of need.
2: Like, without the RFDS, obviously, Angus might not have been here or Conal might not still be here. And, yeah, we couldn't imagine our lives without them.